Big dreams, big change. What do you want? You might dream of changing yourself, changing your life, or even changing the world. But to get there, you need the clues. Welcome to Success Left a Clue. From San Francisco to Singapore, this show is the result of a 15-year global journey into unlocking the secrets and living the dream. You're dreaming big. Ready to be big? The clues are out there. And here's your guide. Author of the best-selling Success Left a Clue, Robert Raymond Riopelle. Welcome once again, everybody, to Success Left a Clue. I, of course, am your host, Robert Raymond Riopelle, the author of the book that is now released called Success Left a Clue, and I feel honored and I feel blessed to be here doing these recordings And I feel blessed for all the hundreds and thousands of people that are now reading my book. And, you know, I'll say it right at the beginning here. If you haven't already got your book and um, received it and started reading it, please go to successleftaclue.com and order a copy now. The feedback we're getting is amazing. People are loving it. So today's episode, we're going to get into episode number 46. I have to pinch myself. I cannot believe it's been almost a full year since I started doing these recordings, since I started putting out this podcast. We're almost at that one-year mark. We're so close, and I, I'm just I'm blown away. The feedback I get, I go to events, and people tell me they listen to the podcast, how they're enjoying it, how they're loving it, the insights that they're getting. That's the reason I'm doing it. So today's episode, episode number 46, let's dive into it. This one kind of takes me back a while because this is something I've believed for a long, long time. And I don't know why it's taken me this long to actually put it out in the form of a podcast. Let me give you the title. The title of this podcast, this episode, is simply Attention to Detail. You know, attention to detail, it is the little things that will actually make the biggest difference. And I'll tell you kind of how I got, how this played into my recent life, how it's played into my life in the past, you know, all areas. If there's a saying that we teach that says how you do anything is how you do everything. And I guess that's the biggest lesson why this is a clue from success. Uh, you know, success leaves clues all over the place, hence success left a clue. And this is one of the clues that many people overlook. Again, it's not about what you say or what you think. It's about what you do that's going to tell yourself and everyone around you about you, about who you are. And that's where this attention to detail comes in. And I'm sure you can all relate. There's people out there who they look at something and if it's close enough or it's, you know, whatever is quick, that's good enough. But then there's people that will look and they'll see, is there attention in this detail? Is Am I paying attention to what needs to be done? So let's back it right up. Let's kind of get into what I mean so that I, because I'm even confusing myself. So let's just get right back to this. On my journey to be a trainer, I watched, I paid attention to the smallest minute details. How were the people moving on the stage? How were they inflecting their voice? Pausing, slowing down their tone or speeding their tone up. I was paying attention to every single detail. And when I started getting on stage and I started actually teaching other people to be trainers, one of the first things I would do, if they were serious, they said, Robert, I want to train. I want to train with you. I want to train with the company. I want to be one of the people up on this stage. I'd say, great. First thing I would do is I'd ask them to volunteer. See, and then I'd watch 
to see how they respond. Because people who truly want to get in and do something and learn something, they're going to start wherever they can. And so that was my first clue whether they were serious or not. Those who were serious, they jumped in, said where, when, how, and they were there. Those who weren't, they would say, oh, well, I don't know. And then at that point, I wouldn't even have to work, worry about working with them anymore. Because if they couldn't even have the detail of going in to learn and be of service, they're not being of service as a trainer. Number one, I'm paying attention to that detail about them. And then as they'd come on and they'd volunteer and they'd be there, then the next thing I would do is I'd actually make them my personal assistant. Now you may think, well, that's kind of an ego type thing. Make the person have to bow down to you. No, that's not what it was about at all. See, as my personal assistant, they had to be able to service everything that needed to be done, especially on how the stage was set up. My table was set up. Everything I needed to go from one break to the next on what I was teaching. Did I have handouts? Did I need props? All of that. And all I had to do was watch how much attention to detail that they were putting in to the practice. You see, ladies and gentlemen, if they put in a lot of attention detail, and even if they weren't perfect, but they were willing to make adjustments, make notes, learn, and improve as they went along, I knew that if, if that's what they were doing there, then that's what they would be doing as a trainer. They'd have attention to detail of their students. Are their students getting what they said they'd get? Are things going wrong with the event that they're aware of that they're going to make the adjustments on the fly? Or are they totally clueless? Do you follow where this is going? That's what I'm talking about. So I would actually be able to weed out the people who I think would be great trainers and not great trainers. Because even if they weren't the best at being my assistant, if they had attention to detail and they were willing to learn, I would work with them. But if I had to keep reminding them, you know, this got missed, this got missed, this got missed, and they were making the same mistake over and over and over again, then I knew they would make a lot of mistakes on the stage because they don't have that attention detail and they don't pay attention to what they're doing and they're not learning from what's not working. So that's one of the biggest ways that this law, this, this lesson from today came into so many people's lives, attention to detail. So now let's fast forward because I don't educate and train trainers as much as I used to. But let's go back to my book, Getting It Ready for the Launch. And so I've watched people who, they go over every detail of their book. They want it to be as good as they can before they release it. It will never, ever be perfect. There will never, ever be the perfect book. There's always something that can be enhanced. So it's not about making it perfect, but it's about saying, have I gone through it and am I willing to stand behind this? And they get the editor to check the spelling. They get the proper person to do great graphics. They make sure they have someone format the book so that it's actually put into place. This is all stuff I didn't even know until I went through this process. So myself and my business partners, which is my wife, Roxanne, and the amazing Jason Chechik, we would go over the manuscript again and again and again. We sent it for editing. We sent the graphics out. We sent it for formatting, formatting, and then we went through it again. And it wasn't until we'd gone through this process a number of times and checked every little detail that we actually put it out to be printed. And we sent it to the printer. We um, you know, vetted the printers. We got the first test copy back. Blown away, excited, very proud of our work. Put our big order in, getting ready for the launch, all of that, not a problem. We even did a Facebook Live where I showed the first copy. 
They've just got the copy in. All these viewers coming on. It was amazing. It was magic. And then I got a message. And the instant message from one of my students that said, Robert, your cover looks awesome, but did you notice there's an error? And I'm like, right away, no, I did not. And so they spelled it out. See, we had attention to detail, but even when you do, things do get missed. And again, that's all right. This is where you learn. This is where things come from. And they had noticed that where we had forward by Les Brown. The word forward was the wrong use of the word forward. See, when you're talking about writing a forward, it's spelled F-O-R-E, um, F-O-R, and then W-O-R-D. So F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D, as in the forward word. For word. And so in the book, when we had the forward by Les Brown, it was done that way. On our table of contents, it was the proper word forward in it. But on the cover, our graphics designer had missed out and put it F-O-R-W-A-R-D, as in moving forward. We had missed that little detail. And I'll let you know, we beat ourselves up about it in the beginning. We luckily, our student had mentioned it and noticed it before our print went out. So we were able to get to the printer, get to our graphic designer, redo the cover, resend it to them, and get it in before they started printing a mass quantity. So we're happy we caught it. Everything happened for a reason. That reason's there to serve me. And so a couple days later, I'm now doing a Zoom call with one of my mentors who's an amazing at media presentation, how to get yourself ready for interviews on TV and radio. He's a whiz. He's helped some of the top people in the world with their media presence. And I mentioned the little error to him. And he said, Robert, don't you realize that's gold? And I'm like, Joel, what do you mean that's gold? He says, the copies that have that misprint will become collector's editions. And I'm a little confused. I said, okay, clarify, explain it. He says, well, Robert, what does your book do? Your book is all about helping people move forward in their journey. And I was like, wow. One hand to clap, ladies and gentlemen. Right between the eyes. I got it. And I was like, that makes sense. So on today's lesson, that attention to detail, the little things make the biggest differences, we had missed something. But because we trusted in ourselves, we got a huge lesson. We know that the book may have one or two little errors, but I've watched people toss books together with no attention to detail, and there's grammatical, gra <laughs> grammar errors. I'll do it that way. There's errors in the grammar, errors in the spelling all over the place because they weren't willing to actually put the proper time into it. We did, and there's still some errors. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That is okay because look at the big lesson we got from it. So that's my podcast today. I wanted to talk about attention to detail. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is those little things that will make the biggest difference. Thank you again for everybody who's been listening, downloading. And with the release of the book, we've had even more hundreds of downloads coming onto the podcast. I'm ever so grateful for that. So thank you very much. Make sure you are leaving us comments. Make sure that you're giving us ratings on the podcast. Give us, let us know on the comments, what can we do to take it to another level? What would you like to learn from? And as I sign off, as always, always live your life with passion. Have an awesome day, everybody. And I look forward to having you on the next podcast, episode number 47. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riabell. Are you moving closer to your dreams? 
Find further support in program notes and helpful links online at successleftaclue.com. Transform your dreams into reality. Join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.